Hello and welcome to another episode of Game Till 5. My name is Steph and I'm joined as ever by my lovely co-host Nikki. How's it going, Nikki? Good. I'm good. good. How are you? I am okay. Yeah, thank you. Good. That was our new intro that you just heard. I don't know if I've played yes. it to you yet, Nikki. Uh, I've heard it, but I was still confused when it was playing because I was like, am I on the right podcast? Where am I? <laughs> I know, right? It's a little bit throwing off. But that was made um, by our good friend Steve. Uh, there's going to be too many Steves today, but we thank you very much, <laughs> Steve, musical Steve, I'm going to name it's, him. Yeah, it's a Steve-based episode. It is Top a very much Steve-based <laughs> Steve episode. If you haven't guessed, soon we're going to be joined by uh, a special guest, Steve, from Da Podcast. Um, but just before we say hello to good old Steve, um, I thought we'd just talk about, you know, stuff, Nikki. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stuff to talk about. There is. And does that mean you need a news drop? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know when I start talking. Do I start talking now? <laughs> You wait for my voice to introduce you is what you do. I'm sorry, I've not heard that either. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot I'm just throwing new drops at you today so without also any warning. Made that. Uh, yeah, there was no warning, but that is the new news drop it's, and I'm sorry I ruined it. It's so epic. Like, it's it just, I feel like a proper newscaster now. Yeah, we've got some custom made drops. Yeah. We're going up in the world. I'm very excited. So, that's that's leads us onto our news which i mean i don't think i need to explain the current situation we're all in um most people and well, actually no i say most people we're all in quarantine in the uk now that's something that we cannot avoid talking about no we cannot go outside we can go out for a daily walk yeah <laughs> like a dog you're allowed out once yeah. <laughs> um which is good i think this is good this is a safe precaution yeah uh, it's a safe measure and i think we're all happy with it um, it's just weird. It's weird. We're living in a strange dystopian kind of world where, you know, but at least we've got our daily walks and we yeah. can go to the shop and stuff. Yeah, it's a very sensible apocalypse is what I'm calling it. Yeah. And it's nice, you know, I go for a walk in the forest, like near where I live now. And, you know, we're not all that like crazy and isolated that we don't say hello to them and pass each other. Everyone's very kind. We just stand two metres away. <laughs> safely. <laughs> just, just get your measuring stick out and just make sure. <laughs> Good day, sir. Don't come any closer. <laughs> um but hopefully obviously all of our listeners are safe and well and aren't too badly affected by this whole situation um and i mean unfortunately i'm affected because i can't see steph in person which is sad we're banished from each other but it's okay because we can talk this way but we just means that we can't record in person for a while which is a shame yeah we're sad about it can't look upon her face (laughs) something for now she misses (laughs) Clearly. Unless I walk, my daily walk is um, <laughs> just by my house. A forty-five minute walk away, and I climb a three-story building. I can't see her face. Just scale <laughs> to look into my windows. That'd be terrifying. Police, yeah, the police might be like, "Is that essential?" <laughs> to which I reply, <laughs> "Yes, sir, it is." Co- yeah, of course it is. Be like, clearly, I need to see this woman here. <laughs> it's essential to my well-being. <laughs> Um, but it's fine. Everything's fine, guys. <laughs> Nikki's favourite word. 
<laughs> and it means something now. It does. But do you know why everything is okay and this is news related? Is because we have Animal Crossing New Horizons. This is something that has uh, taken over my life and I've not even played it yet. <laughs> it's because every group chat that she's in that I'm also in, it's just it's all that happens. She just constantly gets these Animal Crossing screenshots and messages and she's now got it. So like as of today, so we won everyone. <laughs> yeah, you broke me. Stockholm syndromed me into playing Animal Crossing. Yeah, but I highly recommend it to anyone that needs a distraction or needs something to do in life. It will provide you with joy and a lovely distraction in a cute little world. And you can add us and be our friend. Maybe. If you don't, stamp all over my flowers. That's fair. I think that's a a fair (laughs) warrant of like, friendship is not stamping on each other's flowers. Not in our times of need. Exactly. So, you know, there's two, the good and bad there, you know, we've got a small plague, but then also Animal Crossing um, and <laughs> something and else <laughs> as well we wanted to mention, which we always mention in news, is whenever we get a review. So um, I'm going to read it out. So this review was on Podchaser. You can leave us a review on there. It's a cool little thing. So Apple Podcast Reviews too, but also Podchaser is also a good place to leave us a review. Um, so this one is from Dan from the Greatest Story Ever Played podcast. Well, I assume it's from Dan. It could be from Dan or Jordan, but either way, thanks, Dan. Um, so I will read it out. So it says, look no longer. Look. Oh, I've ruined it already. <laughs> so <laughs> Can't sorry. even read. Look no further for your top fives. Each episode, Steph and Nikki give their top fives on a variety of things in gaming, their friendship and love for video games. It's really fun to sit down in on each week. They are lots of fun. Some of my favourite episodes are top N64 games, top moving games, and their favourite games from 2018. Um, also, Dan joined us on our top five games for beginners as well, so check that out as well. But yeah, thank you, Dan. Yeah, thanks, Dan. And that's really all the news that we've got, apart from obviously going into to our episode, because we've got Steve with us. Yeah, so we can just go straight into our episode now. Uh, today we're going to be talking about our top five games set in space, and we have a very special guest. We have Steve from Dad Podcast, who is here with us now. Hi, Steve. Hello, how are you guys? Yeah, we're good, thank you. How are you we're doing? All right. I'm doing all right. Uh, we were talking off air, and I was saying I'm one of the people who is deemed essential in my country, so I still have to go to work, but uh, with some people telling me now, it's a good thing because people are starting to go stir crazy. So I guess maybe I'm one of the lucky ones that's out there. Yeah, you get yes. some sense of normal, normalness, I guess. Just a little bit. But it's still a ghost town. Like, traffic's very light. Everything's closed. It's it's just weird. It's very... It's spooky. I don't know. It's like something... It's literally like something out of a movie. Like, the apocalypse is coming. Like, we're all going to die, Walking Dead type shit. So... But good times, good times. Yeah, always fun. Always fun. I keep saying it's quite like a civilized apocalypse, because... It's, right? It's, yeah. There's just no one around and nothing's happening. It's not like what you'd expect as like looting or. Well, you say that, but like in oh. our hometown, I don't know if you saw it, um, like a drugstore, like pharmacy shop, like got smashed into overnight and oh, got completely no. ransacked. Okay. Um, I don't know if they were looking for like painkillers, paracetamol, or anything like that. But yeah, so there are some elements, but mostly I say we're all being pretty good, but some in, people are a little bit crazy. In the rough areas that Nikki clearly lives in. I said our hometown. I'm putting you in that. <laughs> oh, how's, how's the toilet paper? How's the toilet paper over there? Oh, you can't get any. No. Over there as well, eh? Okay, so I guess it's the same thing all around the world. It's just one of those... It's, I don't know when toilet paper became gold. It's just I weird. Know. It's just It's just changed. I yeah. thought, you know, I mean, everyone thought it would be like bottle caps or something. No. 
<laughs> I am fortunately like I've got enough for now. There will yeah. come a time when I don't, and then we'll assess it from there. But yeah, like there's just none really. I maybe it'll be easier now. We're kind of all we're all locked, like locked in in the UK. Maybe people won't go out as much to like get it. Or everyone that's hoard bought has already hoard bought. I don't. I don't know. True. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Well, at least for me, I could still do it at work. So I try and do all my business at work now. To say oh, that. that's a good plan. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's very true. That's smart Efficient. planning right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so how is uh, Canada doing at the moment in general? Have you still got things, all you, all you need? Have you still got a good weed supplier or have they shut down too? Oh, no, that's deemed essential. Alcohol, oh. weed, uh, gas stations, pharmacies, stuff like that is all that's part all of the essential. Open. Even... Even like our restaurants, they're still open. You can't go sit and eat, but they have like where you either call ahead and then they have someone leave it on the stoop and then you pay that way. Oh, or nice. you yeah. could have it delivered to your house, like via Uber Eats and all that sort of stuff. And now they're waiving all kinds of fees, so okay. it's making it a lot easier and cheaper for people. So you could still sort of it, but again, it's it's weird. It's like something out of a, a movie. Who would it, like? There's no human interaction anymore. Yeah, it's just really strange. Like everybody is just through a screen. Right? That's exactly yeah. it, yes. All we need is Mad Max type style cars. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> fire. Um, I was just going to say, like, because I know, I think we now, a lot of our restaurants, a lot of places that we have that we used to be able to get delivered, like, we can't really do that now. I think a lot of them have closed. Oh, um, I myself was quite upset when I realised, like, all the fast food places have basically shut down yeah. now. Um, and now I'm like, McDonald's. now I have to actually eat healthy. Nando's. I don't know... KFC. Yeah, I know. I don't know if wine is considered essential, but I need to try and go get some of that at some point. I hope the police don't stop me and ask me because I'll be like, this is pretty essential to my life. Um, but I might have to just like get other stuff as well to cover up the uh, clear alcohol buying because you need alcohol in this kind of weird apocalypse world. Yeah, it's true. Well, well yeah, it's true. That's you need. So, it's true. In my case, it would be weed because I don't. I don't drink alcohol at all, but. Weed, I have, you know, I have. I already told my wife. I'm like, I have a supply which works for at least three months, so I'm good. You don't have to worry about me. Yeah. I'll survive this. So as long <laughs> as I got that, get me through. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And for people who don't know, weed is legal in Canada now. So don't think I'm some kind of criminal or something. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I think I think Canada's pretty up there. They would like doing the right thing um, through this whole thing. UK is kind of getting there. America, different story, but um, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, yeah. these guys are lucky. We share a border with them, so unfortunately, a lot of what they dictate seeps up into us. So we sort of have oh, to follow suit, or else then we're fucked, right? So mm, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I had one more question that Na uh, Max decided to post uh, for you, Max from Got Till Five. Oh um, God! Which was uh, why does Justin Trudeau look like a sexy supervillain at the moment? <laughs> because he is. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. Everyone always. Oh no! Steve has got away. What do you mean? It's just gone. It just says he was laughing so hard about Tristan Trudeau, and then he just he disappeared from my feed. <laughs> I think I think the Canadian government has just like taken him away. <laughs> talking about it. Justin Trudeau. Do... I'm sorry. <laughs> Is he still kind of in here, or no? He's gone. They've they've done something to him. We'll be right back. My screen just went black, and that's it. And then I'm like, "What's going on here?" And then I hear no feedback, and I'm like, "Am I talking to myself?" <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh dear. 
I have no idea what happened. Oh, well, I guess this leads us into a uh, a new good uh, segue <laughs> to tell us a bit more about your podcast and move on from the Canadian government in case they shut us all down. <laughs> sure, go for it. Um, uh, so do you want to just tell us a bit about um, the podcast for people who don't know what you do, what you talk about, that kind of thing? Well, it's an uh, interview-based podcast. People say interviewed, but it's more of a conversation. And I just have people on that I either grew up liking or know about or specific genres I'm into. So I usually touch on like video games, MMA, uh, wrestling's a big one too. I get a lot of wrestlers on and so forth and so on. And because this is a video game podcast, it's going to go back to old shows. I've had the voice of NBA Jam himself, Tim Kittrow on. I've had the CEO and president of Intellivision, Tommy Tellerico. A lot of Canadian video game reviewers I've been on as well. So if you want to check all that out. And there's a little bit of everything for everyone. I have comedians on. It's very loosely based. Like I said, I try not to stick to one corner because it's so hard to get guests week in and week out. So at least if I have sort of like a tree I could pick off, it's not always the same type of thing. And again, the more viewer, I was going to say viewers, well, no, the more listeners you could get, the better, right? So that's pretty much yeah. the gist of it. And I usually end the show with the dumbass of the week. That's pretty fun with the guests sometimes. Usually nowadays they think it's something leading up where I'm going to punk them and they're the dumbass of the week for some reason. I don't know where they're getting this from, but I just pick something offline uh, from online, sorry, and just riff on it. Either share a story that we experienced uh, ourselves, maybe doing something stupid or just riff on the person. And that's pretty much it. And obviously I have the guys from Got Till Five. I got to give them a shout out, of course. Max and Jesse, we do usually four shows a year, breaking down the big ones of uh, WWE pay-per-view. So Go back, listen to all those on your usual platforms, obviously, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Nice. Yeah, so I was going to say, have you got um, anything you're particularly excited for coming up? I know that WrestleMania is coming up, um, but it's going to be a weird WrestleMania this year, right? Like, weird things are happening. Yeah, it's over two two days, and uh, as of this recording, I think they've already recorded half of WrestleMania 2 to begin with, so it's not even going to be live, and it's with no audience, so I'm... I don't know if I'm looking forward. I'm actually no. You know what? I am looking forward to it just to see what happens. Like I don't know what to Wait, expect. I don't even, know if it's going to be good. It's going to be bad. But can they even have to like wrestle from two meters away? Is it going to be okay? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's true. Well, you know what? There is a match online. You could Google it where they had a six, uh, six foot mat, like where they're six feet away from each other and they were applying moves as if they were applying it to a ghost, but they were taking the bumps as if someone was actually hitting them. It's it's hilarious. I think uh -huh. it's. Joey Janela, for the wrestling fans that are listening, Google Joey Janela. Uh, I think it's COVID match, something like that, and you'll find it for sure. It's That's hilarious. Amazing. <laughs> I'm Sounds gonna good. Take that one out. But yeah, weird stuff. And you're right, Nikki. I don't understand it. But it's maybe good. they just have to wear masks. Yeah, there you go. Just sanitize themselves. Maybe they're just being hazmat suits. <laughs> that I would watch. Yeah, they're, they're a hazmat match. Yeah, or they do really like. Um, you know, oil. So maybe instead of oil, they'll just use like hand sanitizer. Oh yeah, because it can't get through that. That's a good one. It's a good idea. Yeah, but they'd be very dry afterwards. That's the only problem with oh, these hand sanitizers. That's not what I want. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what the shower is for after, right? Yeah, there you go. That's true. Well, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, I, <laughs> I think we're ready to talk about uh, <laughs> games in space, guys. Don't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm ready. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? A 
also, as I said before, it's going to be our top five games set in space, which I don't know why it's confused both me and Nikki a bit, but it has. Um, yeah, I was going to say we with this with like set in space we had we all had to discuss this because we were like is it just games that are like in space itself or is it like planets and we decided that it is planets basically set in space is like anywhere but on the earth so the space is just that whole area up there um so it can be planets whatever just as long as it's not earth then it's fine yeah steve would you like to go first or would you like us to go first uh, i'll go first why not since i'm the guest yeah <laughs> go for it as you could tell, I'm professional podcasters. So I guess I'll always go first. Then. So, my number five. Okay, first off, I'll start the premise with this. On any given day, my top fives always differ. It all depends on my moods. And I usually do my top fives literally the day of when I'm going to record these type of episodes, right? So this is what I was feeling to this day. And I think this sort of has something to do with something I'm watching nowadays. So maybe it sparked something in my head. I don't think it was a great game, but it was a decent game. My number five. Star Trek The Next Generation on the Super NES. Nice. I don't think awesome. I've ever played that game, but it sounds like something I would enjoy. Oh, are, are you a Trekkie, may I ask? I am a Trekkie, especially Next Generation Trekkie. Okay, because that's the only one I, I like. If you mention any other series event of the universe, I would be like, I don't know. I just know Star Trek Next Generation. That's it. That's fair. That's probably my like only one I probably watch as well. So we're, we're the same. So perfect. So yeah, I played this one. Oh, this, again, and showing my age. I played this when this actually came out. So I was probably around 11 or 12, I think, if I'm not mistaken, but in and around that. Mm -hmm. And this was while the show was, again, being aired live uh, each week here in North America, Star Trek Next Generation. So I fell in love with Star Trek. Well, the thing that actually reeled me in was the whole Borg episode. That just intrigued me so much of the assimilation and all this and all that. So that really reeled me in with with that. And then to have this in the video game as well, because the Borg is in the video game. And it was just one of those games where it was the first of its kind, like you got to control the Star Trek Enterprise and do stuff where you upgrade it and you have to fix it every so often because it breaks down. And then there's missions where you travel to other planets and you actually beam down to Earth and you could pick four crew members and you go around doing various tasks and stuff. It was RPG-ish, but you could mm-hmm. still shoot like a phaser and stuff. It was nothing like revolutionary, but it was decent, right? Yeah. And then there was also... Uh, like space missions where you're battling in the Starship Enterprise against other starships and against like the Klingons and the Romulans and so forth and so on. So to have all that in one game back in the day on the Super Nintendo was just crazy. So that literally opened my mind to, I guess, for the future of open world games, because that was sort of open world, but not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the closest you were going to get on that kind of age of console i guess that was like yeah what we were doing at the time but it sounds really cool yeah i, li- I like it as well because i can see like just looking at it um like the fact that like those points where you're like in the ship and then not in the ship like i think as well that was quite revolutionary for that kind of era um and i've got the snes games on the switch now and i wish that they would have this on there because i would totally play it it looks fun no it does and then to the point where i liked it so much i owned the game gear as a kid and i also got it for the game gear but it didn't have it only had the spaceship battles. It didn't have anything where you got to beam down to Earth. So it was, I guess, half the okay. game, but it was still decent. So, and yeah. now I'm watching Picard. I don't know if any of you are watching it, but Picard yeah. is fantastic. And again, because it's around the board, so that reeled me in even more. And I, no spoilers if you haven't been up to date with it, but still, it's, again, it just brought more memories of, and I'm like, this is why I used to love Star Trek. It's just the characters, the storytelling, everything about it was just so cool for the time. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I am also watching Picard, and it's really, really good. They've got like the finale coming up tomorrow, okay. right? So that should be exciting. There you go. So yeah, that's my number five. Awesome. That's a cool number five. Like I said, I've not played it, but I now really need to go and find this game. I was going to say, I'm very surprised you haven't, because I know you are a massive Trekkie star. Yeah, well, the l- most recent thing I've been playing Star Trek related is um, uh, Bridge Crew on the VR, which is good fun. Uh, that, if you ever want to pretend you're in the Enterprise, is the best game ever. <laughs> oh, there you go. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Nikki, do you want mm. to go now, or do you want me to go I'm, now? I'm pretty sure it's you. Okay, then. I'll go now. Because I think um, I went, I went first from the other ones. So yeah, you first. I just never remember. Um, so my number five for me. Um, but before you go into yours, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to interrupt. Uh, ever professional as always. Um, we do need to. I don't know if we'll have any crossovers this week, but I'm going to mention it anyway, which is Beetle. Oh yeah, because we, we always forget Beetle. Beetle. So if we get any crossovers, Beetle will play. But yeah. Oh, that one. Um. My number five, god damn it, I will get out, um, is uh, <laughs> is No Man's Sky I've gone for. Um, I really like this game. It was, um, uh, I guess, released first on PlayStation, I think, uh, only back in like 2016. And it didn't have a great start, just from some terrible marketing. Uh, that's all I'm going to say on that subject. But <laughs> they've done quite a lot to improve the game since then. It's a lot of fun to pick up now. They've done a lot and added a lot of the stuff that I think everyone thought was originally going to be in the game and then also some more stuff. Um, So, for example, there's now, like, a VR version, which is really, really fun. That's probably the most, like, recent version that I've played of it. I played a bit with you, Nikki, and Mm. we kind of had a little bit of fun. I know you didn't love it. Um, I think it was more the fact that there was quite a long tutorial at the beginning and we didn't quite know that it was a tutorial still and all we kind of wanted to do was go and fly off together into the stars and you know but it it was good like we had a lot of fun um it was just a bit confusing at first yeah i think if we'd stuck with it as well better and yeah like i said i've played it like single player um and in vr mode and it's a lot of fun i think you get further quicker if that makes sense because obviously you've only got to do stuff once rather than waiting for each of you to try and do it or whatever but the vr version is cool because you kind of do all the motions it's not really like um where you're just kind of sat in it and you can just kind of see everything in like 3d you actually have to like if you're doing the your plane or your ship you move your like arms as if you're like doing a throttle kind of thing like um like on a plane kind of movement and some other (laughs) sticks and stuff and then you open everything by moving your arms and you get like your gun out by like lifting behind your back like you were going to get a shotgun off your back and that kind of thing you get really into it i actually have like played a bit of it but i've mostly just watched max play for like hours just doing weird motions like (laughs) moving around the room like picking things up and i'm just like what are you doing you look like a lunatic but actually when you're in it it's great fun (laughs) but um like the stuff they've added like they said they've done a lot more there's multiplayer (laughs) stuff now the most recent update they've added is like living ships so you can hatch your ship from an egg, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it's wow. just one of the closest games, I think, to like just exploration. I think like we were talking about Star Trek, it's a little bit Star Trek-y in the fact of you're just kind of wandering around, exploring stuff, occasionally shooting mm-hmm. things. Uh, but mostly the idea is just to kind of like go and explore and see new species and stuff like that. Yeah, because I, so, I yeah, never I think- played it and I was one that fell for the trap 
that they, the marketing was no good and all the reviews came out at the beginning. And now that since they've patched it and worked on it even further, I've been hearing good things about it again. But what, what's the gist of it though? Is there like, is there mission based stuff to do or is it like flower where you just wander around and just do what you want to do? Um, it's, a, it's quite open. Um, it's mostly like survivally collecting stuff, but there is, uh, like a little story that you can follow in there. Like they do give you a bit more, it's a little bit more structured than it was. I think when it first came out, it was really, really open. And now they've kind of oh. done a more tutorial thing. And there is a little story that you can follow across the galaxy and things like that. But most of the time you will just kind of spend, I think, getting distracted by stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't think I've ever done much of the story. I think I've always attended to, and then I get to a certain place like me and Nikki were doing where we were just scanning weird shrimp creatures for like hours and yeah. <laughs> or Nikki's thing, yeah. firing things at them so they would chase me. <laughs> okay, now I gotta bring this up. Did you have alien sex yet? No. <laughs> Unfortunately, they don't they don't offer that yet. Uh the closest I can do is to uh have the living ship, and I guess I just hatch an egg she, she's waiting she's ready for that patch to come out i've emailed she can daily. have an alien romance <laughs> uh they've not responded in fact i think they've blocked me now <laughs> um yeah the creatures are cool i definitely like them i i um i got the game when it first came out i was kind of tricked by all of the i mean i know we're not talking about it but like the advertisement when it came out and i bought it like day of release and you know i had fun for like two straight days and it was very it was very interesting, but then I wasn't enough to keep me going. And now the updates are really, really good. And I've sort of played them a bit with you when we streamed. Um, I don't think it's still enough to keep me back in the game just as it is. But I can appreciate it's a cool game. And I think if I had VR, I'd play it more just because I think I'd like the idea of being in, in space and coming face to face with those weird fucking aliens. Yeah. But not having sex with them. That's fair. It's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's kind of it for that one. Um, yeah, to each couple, his own. A couple of things that I found out about it um, was that everyone knows the typical, like, there are 18 quintillion planets in it. And I just wanted to say the word quintillion. Um, and the fact that, so Sky, who are a satellite provider over here in the UK, I don't know if they're anywhere else in the world, um, but they're like a, just a TV, like a, just a TV company. Um over here they tried to sue them uh before the game came out um yeah I, i've heard of sky i used to live in portugal for a uh, bit and they used to have oh cool yeah so you know them but yeah they tried to um they tried to uh sue no man's sky or hello games uh for using the word sky in their game because apparently what? they do that i know it's ridiculous uh that that's like um that's like hugo boss like trying to sue the guy or something who was called like hugo boss did you hear about that yeah there was because the comedian changed oh wait no name, it wasn't right? the guy oh yeah no i remember now no so it was it was hugo boss tried to sue like a brewery company that have the name the word boss in their name so that comedian changed his name to hugo boss i remember now yeah <laughs> it's a good story <laughs> it's like it's a word you can't like trademark like one little word yeah well, apparently they People won against silly. Microsoft Sky. Like, uh, Microsoft tried to come out with, like, Sky something. Like, one word. I can't remember what it was. It was, oh, like, no. something that had Sky in it. And they sued them and won. Um, so I think they thought, like, well, we're invincible now. We'll sue everybody. <laughs> uh, but they didn't win, because obviously No Man's Sky is still called No Man's Sky. Good. <laughs> one for the little guy. <laughs> yeah. 
you got any more facts? No, that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> okay. Right, Steve, we're on to your number four. All right. So my number four is something I just actually finished clearing and was playing for a while that I really loved. It is The Outer Worlds by Obsidian Entertainment. Oh! So that is a crossover because that was my number four. So perfect. So now we can both talk about it. Yes, we can. Yeah. And I'm not mad. <laughs> Before I go on, have both of you finished the game? Because I don't want to give spoilers. I haven't uh, played it, but I don't know if I will play it. Uh, so I think it's oh. more Nikki. Yeah, um, so I'm probably about in the middle. I have just picked it back up again. Um, I started it when it first came out because I had Game Pass, and now I kind of have access to that again. So I'm kind of okay. re-picking it up. So yeah, I'm, I'm, don't give me any spoilers, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Long well, perfect. Well, at least one of you has played it, so at least we know what we're talking about. To me, yes. I've had a top five of my favorite video games of all time, and Fallout 3 fell in the top five. I don't remember what number it was, but it was in the, my top five. And to me, this is Fallout in space and what Fallout 76 should have been. Like, I love the expansiveness of this world. Well, not world, worlds, where you could go to different places. And it's not only you go there for a little bit. You go there, you go do something else. You go back eventually, back and forth. And just that type of gameplay and open-worldness, to me, again, it, I, I love it. Yes, yeah, it's a very cool game. And um, Did you ever play... Uh, not play, sorry, you didn't play this. Did you ever watch the TV show Firefly? No, I did not. It kind of like to me, it's like it's it's that in a game. It's kind of like it's like Space Cowboys, right? Because it's kind of got this like westerny vibe to it, which I really like. Right, um, and kind of like that dark humor as well, which is really good. Yeah, and obviously it's like a Fallout game because a, a lot of the original developers worked on this game as well. I think the two lead directors actually did Fallout for as well, if I'm not mistaken. But yes. it's it's just great. It's fantastic, and there's so many elements of Fallout. Obviously, they don't have the bat system like Fallout, but they have that slow motion time where you sort of pick key spots on an enemy to do more damage on and stuff like that. And it plays exactly like a Fallout game, but I think it actually is a better shooter than Fallout. I don't know how you feel about that. Agreed. Yeah, I think in Fallout, like um, I would really rely on like the VAT system um, too much right? because I was rubbish at shooting and that. So, but in this, <laughs> I feel like I can actually shoot a bit more, which is nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and a lot of RPG. Obviously, a lot. Be ready to read a lot because there's a lot of dialogue, especially mm -hmm. if you want to progress through the game and get different missions. If you don't read literally every key sentence there, or and progress to another that leads to something else, because it's branching storylines, obviously. That you won't get a lot of missions if you just go from A to B and that's it. So you you have to actually explore if you want to get the whole gist of this game, right? Yeah. So I'm I sort of had to stop myself from just going through like the straight storyline because I hear like the actual campaigns are not that long. Um. So I am no, doing it's the side not. missions, but there there is a lot of dialogue. Um. And right. Some of it I'm just like. I do skip some of it, but I feel like I skip through the stuff that I feel like is, you know, just little silly side quests, but it's good. Like it's, you know, it's got that element where there's so much backstory and there's so much there, which is really great. Um, yeah, it's very good. And now I got to ask you, are you being a complete asshole or are you trying to actually be a hero? Oh no, I'm normally somewhat nice, but I don't take shit. Okay. That's the best way to describe it. <laughs> I won't go around killing everyone or being a complete okay, okay. asshole, but I will be like, don't you talk to me that way if someone's being a, like a knob. <laughs> yeah i uh, you know what i'm sort of the same i'm a little bit of both too like i won't go kill someone just to kill someone but if they want to give me a big reward i'm fucking doing it because i want to progress further in the game as well yeah and there's some hard choices in this game like i think there is the first missions you're kind of like i don't know what to do here because both of these choices are kind of bad so it's, right 
which is good. I like that. Like, I don't, I like that it's not just like black and white, like what's good, what's evil. Like, there's a kind of like, hmm, if I do this, will it put yes. this person over or this person? Uh, which is very cool, quite different. Yeah, and they also have that rating system where with certain factions, you could become negative or positive, and you could actually rank up both. So you could be an actual asshole and be nice at the same time to a certain faction, which I never did to one, but I don't know what that ends up doing. But uh, not to spoil too much, I've eliminated a faction already, but not on purpose because I thought I was doing the right thing. The next oh, thing, because no. it's sort of tr like, again, you're not reading everything. So you're like, okay, this sounds about right. I'll do this. They're complaining. They need something done. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you're on your way to eliminate this faction. Who do you want to take? I'm like, what? No, I didn't want to do that. But it's like, <laughs> too late now. I guess I got to do it, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, and again, not to spoil too much, a lot of the decisions you make early on in the game come back later on at the Someone end. Did. So look forward to that. <laughs> okay. So the good decisions that I made that I thought were good could end up being horrific. Good right. to know. Very good to know. And I don't, uh, I don't know. Have they announced DLC? Do you know anything about that? I haven't heard anything, no. But the, I'd be very interested in that, to be honest, because um, I think when I finish this, I'll definitely probably want more of it. And that's how, and again, like you said, the actual story campaign is very short. Well, not too short, but for an RPG, it's pretty short. It's only 20 hours. You could whiz through it. Yeah. But uh, it's true. I want more. And again, you see, once you leave the, the planet that you crash on, there's a whole solar system and there's other planets. Some of those planets don't even open up during the whole game. So that's what makes me think it might be the DLC and the story uh, continues, yeah. right? Probably. So let's hope so. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, I was going to speak a little bit about like the time bit of the backstory, if you're okay for me to do that, unless you've got more. No, I'm done. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So um, one of the reasons well, I think why I was drawn to this game um, was kind of like the the sort of strange story behind it and the premise of it all. Because as you know, like it's very like corporate. Yes. Um, very corporate heavy and it's such a strange but interesting kind of like plot like a very dark mm -hmm. plot it is yes um and so yeah like I, I didn't really realize this but apparently it's set in an alternate future that diverged in 1901 when the u.s president william mckinley was assassinated um oh, wow. because theodore roosevelt didn't succeed him and large business trusts i'm not going to pretend i know anything about politics <laughs> were never broken up uh basically led to the society in that world well worlds being dominated by the power of mega corporations so that's uh -huh. why in the game there's this very corporate heavy like treating people like cogs and uh not really as humans is kind of present in the game like there's a lot of exploitation um and it's really kind of twisted and you kind of go in it as the main character being like what the fuck because there's, there's no spoilers yeah. or anything but you're not like really from that area to sort of yep. give general back thing there um and yeah and so there's also a bit which kind of i think summarizes it where you find a guy with like the moon on his head in a shop you know? <laughs> yes i know exactly what you're talking about I that was kind like... of it's like who was on shrooms this day when they put this in <laughs> i felt like his name was like oh, what was his name um, oh i can't remember oh i'm, I'm googling it because bless him he needs to be mentioned well, um, while you Google that, speaking of, there was there is a lot of humor in this game as well. Very like dry humor if you like delve deep into the story as well. Yes. And, and, and I love that. Yeah, there is there is so much humor. Um, oh, his name is Martin. There you go. Okay. Paul, Paul there, Martin. What of all names. <laughs> so the way I have a picture in my head of this man. It just looks absolutely nice. I'm picturing oh. the the moon from like Majora's Mask yeah. on his head. Bas basically. Um, so there's a corporation that uses like this moon as like their kind of image. Yeah. Um, 
And to sort of summarise the level of exploitation, I'm going to talk about mine. So Martin works in this <laughs> shop and he has this moon head on his head, like a hat. You know, we can't see anything. You can't see his face. It's all lit up as well, which just looks painful. <laughs> right. Um, so he's obviously paid to stand in this shop and, and sort of spout about all the corporation stuff. And he's very like got his script and monologue being like, shop with us, blah, 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 blah. And you're like speaking to him, trying to get him to be like, hey, are you, like, are you okay? <laughs> Can you breathe? <laughs> Can you eat? And he's he eventually kind of like starts speaking up about it. And he's just like fucking miserable. And at one point you're like, you know can you get out of there? And you're like, well, even if I could, which I'm not really allowed to because the corporation forbids it, I'm pretty sure I'm definitely <laughs> fused into this head now. And you're just right. like, oh, shit. This is this is the world. And it's so dark, but also there's so much humour there. It's fantastic in some ways, I think. No, it is. And again, I, I love the little subtleness of the humour. It's not like overwhelming and, it's, and you could tell they're not trying too hard. They just yes. ease it in there. Like, even when you do something later on, like just say, for example, I don't know, something blows up and someone's like, oh, I guess we're not going there today or something like just something so basic where it's mm -hmm. like part of the regular dialogue. And it's like, oh, this is good writing. And it's that's nice, what I liked yeah. about Fallout 3, because, again, I compare this to Fallout 3. This is the closest thing I could compare it to. And it's the same thing. That's what made me love Fallout 3 was just the writing is just dead on. Like when, mm -hmm. when there's good writing in a game, it makes me get into it even more. I think it's the subtle humor as well. The fact that it's not just too obvious. So, you know, some games where the humor is just like, it yeah, just puts you off because you're like, this is just too much. Whereas it's so subtle that it's it works. And I, I agree with like Fallout Three. It's definitely definitely present in that as well. Yeah. Is it kind of like more of a natural humor, like you would just have between people talking? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like yeah. rather than like you said, try, someone trying really hard to be funny. Yeah, it's exactly. not in your face. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Um, do you have any like facts or anything? I only have like one. But... No, my only fact is that people who worked on Follow Three worked on this. Uh, yes. That's as far yeah. as I go. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good fact. I mean, Fallout's one of my favorite like game series as well, even the originals. Um, okay, nice. So yeah, for me it was kind of like as soon as I heard that Fallout, someone connected to Fallout was working on this, and it was like Fallout in space. I was like, I'm in. So mm -hmm. upset about Fallout seventy six, which I do own, um, and I'm. Still, like, I'm not going to trade it in yet, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day. Um, Holding on by a thread, that game. The, the only, of, like, the fact that I had was that in this game, apparently every NPC can be killed and the world will simply change and adapt to their absence, which is very similar mm. to other Fallout games, I think. Because I'm pretty sure you can kill everyone. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, you can. And children. The, oh. oh, I didn't even realize that. Well, I got a question for you now. It's speaking of Fallout, did you blow mm. up Megaton or did you not blow it up? The first time you played? The first time I played, I blew it up, yeah. Oh, man. And you're saying you're, you're trying to be a nice person. No, I, was see, nice, I was nice. It was it was more that I just didn't know what I was doing. Second time, no. I didn't. But you asked me the first okay. time. I make mistakes. Um, <laughs> I'm only human. I've done it a few times in games. I, I turn the okay. console off when I realize what I've done most of the time. And really <laughs> but I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I blew that bitch up. Oh, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, children, you can't shoot them. Um, but oh, I wow. guess there's no children in Outer Worlds because it's so messed up. I don't know. Is there children? I don't remember seeing any. Now that I'm thinking about it, what? no. And it's all mm -hmm. older people, if you think about it, too. Like, all look like uh, like 50 and older, it seems like, right? Mm. I'm not quite sure how that works in like the corporate world, why they wouldn't have children, unless they're like being somewhere else. I'm confused now. But apparently, if there are children, you can kill them. Quality fans. Oh, well. mm. There you go. Always good. 
Um, yeah, that's it really. Oh, wait, no, I have one more fact. One more fact. Sorry, I lied. Go for um, it. Apparently one of the unique weapons in the game is called uh, Maxwell, which is a silver hammer, which is a reference to a song from the Beatles called It Is A Silver Hammer Called Maxwell. Oh. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, fun fact. That's it, really. Apart from the fact that it's a great game. Clearly, it was a joint number four, so obviously it is a, it's a good game. Yeah. It is. Okay. Home. It's one of those games that I keep hearing so much about, and I want to try because it's a space game. But the moment someone says it's like Fallout, and I've just I've tried so many times with Fallout, but I've never quite clicked with it, and I have no idea oh. why. Like yeah. I don't know what it is about the game. I really, I really want to like it, but I just cannot get past like playing it for more than like two hours. Yeah, we don't um, talk about this. Yeah, this is our one straining <laughs> problem. Oh wow! Uh, and so I look at this game and I'm like, maybe I'll like this one because it's set in space don't and I'm let all it about space. Because yeah. it's different. Technically, it's like different makers to like a lot of the fallout is more the original makers they're more to do the original fallout game as opposed to the later ones so like they had more mm. to do so don't let it put you off it's on game pass play it exactly you should see i pl i played it on ps4 and i did it when they were having that crazy sale around christmas time when it was like 29.99 so i'm like i can't pass this up that's yeah, a steal yeah. i'm gonna grab even if i only play it two months from now which i pretty much did and yeah. it's like yeah no perfect so that's why i did it too nice well, awesome. I guess good number four for both of you then. Yes. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't know where that leaves us, though. Does that mean, <laughs> Steve, you have to just go again? Or oh, Nikki, yeah. well, you want to throw in an honourable mention really quickly? Yeah, go for it. I was going to say, yeah, substitute <laughs> something for a new number four of yours. Go for it. Um, I'm not very, like, well-prepared, so I don't actually have anything in place. <laughs> um... <laughs> so I'm just going to say, as an honourable mention not going to talk about it i'm going to say something which is a little bit controversial which is oh. destiny 2 oh okay right. that's i don't like it's not my favorite game in the world but it's actually quite a cool space game they've got a very good planet design um mm -hmm. good space fashion uh it's a fun <laughs> game the storyline's not good because that's destiny but multiplayer online's fun killing people mm. in space that's my real mention i mean i like their ui that's always a thing with destiny they've yeah. got good ui yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah. Sorry. I've never played Destiny. I got okay. it for free with PSN and I still haven't played it. That's how much I'm, I want to play it because I know it's more <laughs> multiplayer. And again, I don't yes. play online. I, I'm too old to play online. I just feel like an old creep when I play with the onions. <laughs> I have that same thing. I, I don't really play online ever. Um, right. And I do because I think I've got it from Nikki. But I'm quite picky with what I think I play online, really. Mm. Well, I'll play online, but it'll only be in a room with people I know, and that's it. Like, if someone's like, oh, do you want to play a sports game or something? Or do you want to hop in on Borderlands or something like that? I'd be like, yeah, 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 no problem. It's just us? Sure. I have, yeah. Or even one day, I think, when uh, Friday the 13th, uh, like four or five of us hopped on and just had a, a crazy night of just all of us trying to kill each other. Like, yeah. that's fun. But with mm -hmm. strangers, I can't do. I just, no, not I mean, my like, thing. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. like strangers either. I tend to only play with friends. Um... When it comes to talking to people I don't know, like I mention it a lot on this podcast, like I get freaked out. Nikki's um, not big for that kind of thing. I, yeah, I, I don't like it. It's like stranger danger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like not knowing what that what another person's going to do or like what they're going to say. It freaks me out. So um, I play with uh... friends. But yeah, Des Destiny's good with friends. Um, but yeah, all around, are like I don't know how many lists that game would ever make in my life. Um, but I'll put it in this one because it's yeah. spacey. And there you go. Yeah, there we go. 
That was Nikki's number four. So I guess, Steve, you're off again. What is your number three? All right. My number three is a PlayStation exclusive. Ooh. It is Ratchet and Clank. Ooh, oh, nice. And to be more specific, I'll go with Ratchet and Clank going Commando. How about that? Okay, cool. I don't think I've ever played that one. I think I've played the first one. Okay. And I think that's about it. Oh, wow. All right. Well, part two is a lot better because it sort of takes elements from the Mega Man series. This is what I love about this game, too, because mm -hmm. I'm a huge Mega Man fan. It takes the uh, leveling up weapons and the more times. And I love games that have, if you use a weapon a certain amount of time or you keep using it, it levels up. So it forces mm -hmm. you to almost use it so you're not stuck always with the same weapon. And as long as you have a good weapon, you just can use the same one throughout the whole game, right? So mm. this is what I loved about Ratchet and Clank. Sort of open-worldy, not really, again, traveling from planet to planet. And then you could go back and find gold bolts, which unlocks other stuff that you could buy later on in the game. Mm -hmm. And the playability. They make you, again, force you to play a second time through to unlock gold guns and this and that. And I played that game. Too. I've literally, I think I've owned it on every system that it's ever came out. The remastered, the originals. I've even owned it on the Vita. Like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of this. Nice. Yeah, it's one of those games where there's no reason I shouldn't have played more of them because I've really enjoyed it and I'm a big fan of like those kind of platformy type of games and shooting, mm -hmm. like it's just that kind of feeling of games I really like and I've just I've, it's one of those things I think I just missed a couple and just never picked them back up. I did I think I tried the remaster of the first one. Right. That came out on PlayStation I think because it was on PS Plus or something and I was really Yes. That. Um, yeah, no, the, the, that one was very good and it was Sort of like the Resident Evil, where it was a remake, but not really. It was still a sort of different. So people who actually played the first one will get something out of this one as well. So if you mm -hmm. play that one, then yeah, I, I agree. It, it was fantastic. And they even made movies of this, even though they weren't too good, but it was still half decent. And it's just been killing it, like, over and over. There's so many different renditions. And then you could even go, I think they even made, like, some kind of uh, kart racing game out of Ratchet & Clank characters, too. Which oh, probably right. didn't do too well, because you don't hear of it anymore. And just all kinds of different stuff that they've done. I think they even introduced like a four multiplayer sort of Ratchet and Clank. I think it was called All for One as well. Cool. But no, the original ones are the ones like part one, two, and three. You have to check those out for sure. And again, the humor in, in it is just like obviously in the name itself, Ratchet and Clank going commando. And then part three was up your arsenal. So <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's sort of tongue in cheek. Yeah. So and, and this is throwing it in your face, but it's throwing it in your face because you know it's supposed to be this way. Like You know what I mean? So again, yeah. it's something that's different. Uh, your kids could play it. You could play it. It's one of those things where the whole family could play it. Mm. Yeah. It was actually, um, it was one of Ratchet and Clank, the first one, because that was the only one that I ever played. Uh, I do have a lot of love for it, mostly because it was the first PlayStation 2 game that I ever actually played. Because uh, my dad got a PlayStation 2 and I like... I, that was the first he guess the first game he had and yeah I've got a lot of love for it it's very cool I, I've been meaning to play the one that was on um, PS Plus um, but yeah no, good choice again I have no facts other than it's an old game and there you go <laughs> that's all you need <laughs> that's fine yeah. and again um, it's a PS a, a PlayStation exclusive like I said so yeah. and being being a PlayStation fanboy and that's the only system I'll ever play probably um, well maybe Nintendo 2 I'm still a fanboy of but I just, I don't know, Sony just kills it over and over with their exclusives. And I, again, we, obviously we could go on and on about them. But yeah, another great exclusive they have. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Like you said, and he's just been kind of, he's one of those faces of PlayStation as well. Like, yes. right? think of those characters. It's like him and like Nathan Drake. But yeah, I yeah. think he feels 
And like Spyro, I always put Spyro as like a PlayStation. Spyro, Jack and Daxter's another yeah. duo that's up there too. Yeah, there's all kinds of good oldies from the PS2 era days. And that's yeah. why PS2 is uh, high up there on the best systems of all times, right? Because of all these different characters and all these different type of games. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and apparently the game that you actually mentioned is known as one of the best PS2 games of all time. So There you go. Yeah, People see? agree with you. <laughs> Steve knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Again, it, it's it's knowledge. It's the wisdom. It's the years I've been here on this earth. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Awesome. Um, so is that my... Is that our number three, Nikki? Um, oh, yeah, it is. That means it's you. Sorry, I was getting ready cool. to do mine. I mean, you <laughs> You've had your time. You lost yours. Um, so <laughs> mine is, um, it's going to sound very similar to one we've just had, but mine's uh, The Outer Wilds, not to be confused with The Outer Worlds. Um, okay. Never heard of this one. <laughs> right. So it's very similar. Um, it's kind of a, it's not a particularly similar game to this, but it is set in space, so I guess it's similar. Um, it's best to go quite blind into this game so i'm not going to give too much away when trying to explain what it's about um it's by a company called mobius digital but it's published by anna um piano interactive who do like all of those kind of um what do they do they do things like what remains of edith finch and gone home and just okay. those kind of like walkingy explorationy type of games um and some interesting stuff so this is again it's like a mystery exploration game set in space the idea is that you're a member of a fledgling space program uh, and you're tasked with exploring the solar system essentially to find some various stuff it's a very very small little solar system that you're in and there's like some cool planets and stuff and you basically like land on each one of them and try and piece together what seems like weird and totally separate things but kind of come a bit more of together as you kind of go through it um mm. the kind of slight catch to it is that the um local sun that you kind of have is going supernova um so it kills you every 20 minutes um and you're kind of stuck oh, in wow. a loop so it like groundhog day you. yeah it's groundhog day in space there you go. um you just kind of get sent back to where you start and then you have to do 20 more minutes of exploring and then like you get back uh, like you said it's quite a small area um to explore but it's really interesting i think the thing that makes me like it quite a lot is that it feels very much like firewatch um, it's probably the closest thing I felt like it was. I don't know what it is. I think it's the tone and like the way that it looks. It feels very like firewatchy. Ambient music as well that kind of makes it feel I don't know if it was music, but it's just a there's just a feel, isn't there? It's mm. weird. It's got that I think like the art style and stuff has just kind mm. of that nice chunky but also quite nice looking thing. It's quite difficult to explain. Um but yeah, it's just quite a fun game. Again, it I don't think it's very long. Um, I haven't quite finished it yet, but I think I'm quite near to the end of it. Um, and I know, Nikki, you said you'd started it, right? Well, my, my journey with this game is <laughs> a little bit different oh. to yours. Um, so obviously, like when you, when you told me that this is what you wanted to have as your um, number three, I was like, cool, like I know it, I played it. Um, I spent a while like walking around, exploring, um, didn't know what the fuck was going on because I didn't look <laughs> up anything about what this game was before <laughs> I played it. And so, you know, I was having a fun old time meeting the aliens. I liked the aliens. The aliens were cool. Yeah. Um, didn't know what was going on. Was just like, okay, what's the point of this game? Um, and then I died. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was alive again. So I like Googled like, what oh, wow. is this? Yeah. Um, and then it told me that the game is like, you just have to get this stuff done within the 20 minutes and you die and then you come back and then you die. And I was just like, no, I'm out. 
<laughs> to be fair, I will say, like, so I um, I knew the fact that the loop was a thing before I played it. So I was kind mm. of going in heads around. But then I watched, today I was, like, trying to remind myself of um, bits of it because it's been a little while since I played it. And there was, like, watching a streamer and stuff, just being like, what the fuck is happening to me? Why am I, like, why am I back here? Just seeing their rage. So now I can picture you in that, that was place. Yeah, Indeed, I have a like, very short attention what? span. So. <laughs> what is this? And that wow. that. Yeah, it reminded me of a slightly longer version of Minute, the um, the indie game that I really liked last year, which is like you're stuck in a 60 second loop, um, which I remember you messaging me, Nikki, after you tried that one as well. And you were just like, why would you play this game? I hate it. I <laughs> like, don't always agree. Um, no, that's that's for sure. Well, I just don't want to die every like 60 seconds. Or yeah, I'm, I, I'm the same way. And that's why I'm not really like a rogue type dungeon crawler guy either like I, I can't have dying like every two minutes and then okay you got to do this this time and then remember this or you got to rank up and die a certain amount of times to cash in your coins I, I don't have patience for that i think that's fair to be fair i don't like like you said i don't like the castlevania metroid kind of things very much like the kind of frustratingly you do something and then you die i think the only reason i like this one is because one it's a little bit longer it's like 20 minutes rather than every I don't know, like two seconds trying Very to do stressful. like the same jump. <laughs> um, but I think it was quite peaceful because you're just exploring and then... And, but death and is imminent. Just, well, yeah, but you just, <laughs> you just explore. Maybe I've just got this weird thing with it. Anyway, um, I enjoyed this game and it's set in space and you fly a little crazy spaceship. I quite like your spaceship in this game, to be fair. It's like the most uh, hillbilly version of a spaceship it's like made out of wood and like old pipes and it just looks like something made in the middle of a countryside um it's quite cute i think that's what you kind of get from this game is that's what it feels like well speaking of homemade spaceships did you ever hear about that guy who wanted to prove that the world was flat and he built his own spaceship and died from it no <laughs> google it immediately after we're done you i I'm, i hate to laugh about someone dying but he wanted to prove it so badly. He actually built something. I know, took off and everything. I think he went up once, he survived, and then the second time, he did something to try and go even further, and I think it blew up or something, or he came crashing down. I can't remember, but it, it, it was a disaster. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. I mean, impressive determination there to prove a point, I guess. But what point is he proving? That rocket scientists really are rocket scientists? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. point. <laughs> like, who thinks of this? I'm just going to build something to go into space. Oh, hello. Like... You know, there's a if million you... people at NASA working and they could barely figure it out. Who the fuck are you? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, there's too many questions there. It's going to open up <laughs> the worms. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> but my question is, in Outer Wilds, why mm. doesn't it let you just get in the spaceship and fly away from the planet that is about oh. to explode? <laughs> I'd well, be like, bye, guys. I guess because you don't know because you're in a time loop, right? Oh, well... You do, because you know, well, you... Oh, well, you remember everything, I guess, that you're learning. Um, mm. I guess because you're a nice guy. Sorry, I'm not a nice guy. Blow up, well, Megaton. to be fair, it's a bad <laughs> day, right? Like, you... If you're stuck in a time loop, what... Like, what's going to happen? Surely you're just going to get returned every 20 seconds unless oh, you yeah. fix it, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't matter what true. you do, you're going to get returned at some point. 
Well, what about that movie, that Tom Cruise movie that has like 20 different names? I can't even remember what it oh, is. Oh, yeah, and Edge of Tomorrow, I think it's called. That's it. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> it used to be called that here, but then they changed it for some reason. I don't know why, but whatever. Yeah, I but, think that became like the the tagline of it. I can't even remember. It was weird. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, th- there he learned every time he died and he came back. He would, okay, now I can't do this. And then he and then to the point where he dies and he's like, fuck, I died. I was so close this time. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I guess it's however the, the person writes mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. I mean, like we said, Nikki just murders everything, so it's fine. Yep. <laughs> she blows is, up babies. Is... <laughs> I do. Um, there is one game that has a similar premise, Steph, that you've actually mentioned in one of our last episodes, what games that you're oh. looking forward to in 2020, um, which has a similar thing, which is called like 24 hours, 23 hours or something. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. And actually, yep. that one I'm into. That one looks cool. 12 I would minutes. play that one. Yeah, that one's got quite a darker undertone, like we were saying. That's one... Um, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, Steve. It's like you're no. looking into a room of a couple, and um, it basically it like flashes forward, and I think you get accused of like murdering someone or murdering your husband, um, and then like you have twelve minutes in a loop to try and like get away from the police and work out like what's happening in those twelve minutes. So there's a really good trailer if you watch it. It's, um, it seems really interesting. It seems like a typical like I don't think it would take you very long to do, but is worth kind of mm. seeing what the story is there. Uh, this sort of sounds like a porn I watched the other day. <laughs> <laughs> like there's time loop no. porn. <laughs> no, the way you started, you're looking through a window, seeing two people, and then oh, after you have twelve yeah. minutes, and it's like that. Usually, how long it takes someone to finish sex? Yeah, I got so. way more so. excited about the fact that there might be time loop porn. And now I want to find that. Hey, there <laughs> might be. There's there's the COVID loop. porn nowadays, so you know there's oh, there's yeah. something oh, for everyone. Oh God, dark. Yeah. Steph just needs time loop alien porn. <laughs> <laughs> there you That's go. My thing. If anybody has it, forward it along. Um, yeah. Facts. Um, I managed to find one fact about this, and that was Mobius Games, who made this game. Uh, their founder is um, Masi Oka, who was um, Hero in Heroes. I don't know if you, oh, if you watched oh, that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. Didn't know. If, to... Yeah, apparently he went into game development after being oh, Heroes wow. and Hawaii Five O. I randomly found it today. I was looking at the company, and there was his little adorable face on hmm. the um, on the game site, and I was like, oh. Great, you started a company. It was really sweet. That's so, cool. That was my fact for that one. What are we on to now? Number three for... No, number two, two. for Steve. Two for Steve. Number two. Ooh. All right, I'm going to go with... This is sort of horror, but it's horror in space. So mm. I love it. So to me, it's a whole franchise, but I'm going to go with the second installment once again, and it is Dead Space 2. Nice. Dead Space is in my honorable mentions. Yeah, I love that. Again, being a Resident Evil fan, this is yeah. literally Resident Evil in space, sort of. And this was perfect timing because this is sort of when Resident Evil started to become a bit more action instead of being more spooky. So this came around as like, oh, you don't want to be spooky no more? Fine, we'll take the ball and we'll run with it. And fuck, did they ever run with it? I think mm-hmm. I jumped more during Dead Space than I did during Resident Evil, tell you the truth. Yeah, it's such a creepy, like, jumpy game. It is. Oh my! And then the characters with all these limbs and arms and just Ugh. the noises they make walking across. And then there's half the time where just a locker room just opens for no reason and you think you're going to get attacked and it's nothing and you're like, fuck, I almost pissed my pants because of a locker? What the hell's <laughs> going on here? And just everything. Like I, I'll admit it. This, I think, came back out in 2011. So I was already in my 20s and I was scared to play this in the dark. I had to play this with lights on. Put it that way. Yeah. 
I think that's fair. I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again for fun. Um, we, I think we first we got the first one on PlayStation. I remember okay. Max started playing it, um, and I had to go into the other room to make a phone call. And okay. from the other room, I could just hear these little yelps, like, ah, ah. like yeah. I've never heard yep. Max make any noises whatsoever while playing videos. And I was trying to go on the phone, I was trying to keep a straight face, and there was just him yelping and screaming and i just came back in and he was like i can't do it i don't like this game it was uh, it sounds like it was a grand old time for max it was it was fantastic <laughs> he enjoyed himself. but yeah this game is awesome like i said there's three of them well i guess if you want to count they had some wii versions as well where you used it like it was like one of those uh, gun games where you just yeah, cool. used the wii remote to shoot and i think they actually maybe released it on playstation as well i'm not too sure but mm. i'm sure you could go back and find it and they've had spin-off movies like animated movies they even have books on dead space like all these things you could find and i just uh they were supposed to come out okay well here's my fact they were supposed to come out with a part four but it was right towards the tail end of visceral games going under so they were never able to release it so who knows if there'll ever be a part four but i think this game needs to be remade and brought back and I loved it. Like I said, part two to me was my favorite because part three got a little bit more towards the RPG part of it, and mm -hmm. which I don't mind in some games, but I'm not playing this game for an RPG. I'm playing it for, yeah. again, to, to ship myself. Like, you know what I mean? Give me yeah. basic guns. Let me uh, rank it up a couple of times here and there, but not to the point where it's like, oh, I'm overloaded with inventory. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do now. Should I do this? Should I do that? Do I need this for another gun? And that's sort of what, why I didn't like part three too much. But part two and part one, oh, love them. Love them to yeah. death. Because it's less scary when you get stuff and you feel really powerful. Like, it's right? one of the reasons I can play Bioshock is because I feel really powerful. Mm. So I don't get too scared and get gotcha. really wimpish about it. Um, yeah, like you want to be just on the verge of not having enough bullets. Or like you said, because uh, yeah. Resident Evil does that really well, I always find. Like, you just yes. have stuff and you're like, god damn, need more shit. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, I am... Um... I am very frightened for some reason of like <laughs> horror space games. Um, okay. I'm fine with like zombies, Resident Evil, like lots of other horror games. Right. When it comes to like space stuff, um, I I just have to like just nope out of that. Like I played the first Dead Space um, right. when I was quite young. Well, I say young. I don't. When did the first one come out actually? Because now I'm going to make myself sound like a woman. <sighs> <laughs> I'd say yeah. the late 2000s, because like I said, part two came out in okay. 2011. So yeah, I think I was about 18 when it came out. So really. Um, I'm ashamed, but yeah, I, I like played it for a bit, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. So I didn't, I never went back to it, but I, I mm. need to, I need to get back to it because I love horror now. Uh, maybe I wasn't strong enough then, but oh, yeah, I, I really, I really need to. Cause it does look so good. Well, and that's the thing. I wonder if it holds up right now. And speaking of holding up, because mm -hmm. I'm again being everyone knows is at home. There's nothing to do anymore but play video games and watch TV, right? So on my downtime now, I'll, I'll obviously playing video games. Like I said, I finished Outer Worlds, but I started up uh, Uncharted. Like, I, I got it off okay. PS Plus, right? So I'm like, oh, let me play this again because I sort of forgot the story and I didn't play them all consecutively. I literally played them as they came out. So you sort of forget the little small stuff. So I'm playing mm -hmm. and I'm like, holy fuck, this is clunky. Like, the first yeah. one, it's like, wow. Like, the detection on it is so off. The shooting is horrible. And I'm like, and we thought this game was good. And it's like, the storytelling is awesome. The graphics are great. It's just very clunky-ish and then it's like the small things you take for granted now on the newer systems you, you know what i mean or current gen as they say yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah sometimes yeah. you're just like it's just not worth 
revisiting stuff just right in your memory as this like because then we have this thing with some games where it's like i always remember playing like redoing the spyro uh remaster or something and i'm like this mm -hmm. looks how i imagined the ps1 <laughs> version to look in my head and i know that cannot be true but that's just what i had in my head is it looking like and it's only till you get a picture of it and you're like really it looked like that like what the <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so some games just don't hold up. So I, I hope Dead Space does for the sake of people who haven't played it and go back and do check it out. But I don't know. But maybe it does. Who knows? Because again, it's first person. Yeah. Well, not first person. It's over the shoulder shooter, right? So it's sort of third person. And it's linear. And it's it's very dark. So you don't really see everything popping. So they might get away with it. But I just wonder how the controls are now. Well, I'll let you know when I eventually Perfect. get to doing it. Yeah. And I have to say, as a um, development nerd, they're... Um, Diegetic UI usage is we still use as a reference all the time. It's still some of the best like use of uh, putting like health bars on the character and stuff like that. It's very cool. Mm, there you go. Still nice. Works. Nikki. Yes. I guess we're on to you. You get a turn now. <laughs> that so, doesn't sound right. It's your time to shine. <laughs> so my number two is a game that I've spoken about a lot. So I'm sorry, but it's no way that it's not coming in my list, which is Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah. So this was released back in 2003. Uh, uh -huh. It's set in the Star Wars universe and it was developed by Bioware and published by LucasArts. Uh, to give like a rough backstory to any people that know Star Wars but haven't played this game, um, it takes place about 4,000 years before the formation of the Galactic Empire. Um, there's a bad guy called Darth Malak. He is a dark lord of the Sith and has unleashed like a Sith armada against the Republic. And you um, basically are a Jedi and you have to sort of just defeat the bad guy, really. I'm not going to give any more <laughs> information than that. Um, you, are, you do become like, yeah, you're obviously like force sensitive and, and you get to be an awesome Jedi. And there's a, there's a cool plot twist as well at some point. But yeah, it's it's one of my favourite games of all time. I was a massive Star Wars nerd when I was younger anyway. Um, and so when I picked this up when I was quite young, it was just like my favourite thing ever, being able to kind of live this uh -huh. Star Wars life that wasn't directly connected to the movies. I think that was even better for me because it was like, okay, I can create this character that's in the Star Wars world but isn't dictated by anything like that. And, and I think storytelling-wise, it was fantastic. Uh, all the different characters and, and just sort of being able to just explore the Star Wars universe as it is was just was just epic. So Steve, have you have you played this by your response? It sounded like you might see, no, I'm I'm on the opposite spectrum of this. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Like mm -hmm. I, I know I'm one of those. I like Star Trek and Star Wars, so yeah. shoot me. But I'm a huge Star Wars fan and I'm more of I grew up with the original three trilogy, obviously. And mm -hmm. if it wasn't in that universe, I couldn't gravitate towards it. So to me at that time, the I guess the second set of the trilogy came out and obviously everyone knows those were garbage. Yeah. So I wanted more of like the original trilogy and that didn't really give it to me. So I started playing it. I'm like, yeah, this is decent, but I didn't like, I wanted to be in the world that I already knew, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's fair. Or maybe, or, or maybe when I was younger, I just didn't have an imagination. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. <laughs> I think... The age I was definitely helped, I think. Um, I don't know why. I think it was because I, you know, I grew up with movies and I liked them, but I was almost like wanting to have something else as well. Um, Makes sense. And I think maybe that's why I gravitated towards it. Also because, I don't know, I just, 
just thought it was cool and I just wanted to be a Jedi. Um, which I did and had yeah. a lot of fun doing it. And that's why it's in my top five. I will say that it does sort of follow the sort of route of a normal Bioware game where there is a lot of dialogue, a lot of plot mm. decisions, bad or good, destroying things, killing people. There's light sure. side, dark side, and a lot of like alignment as well, um, which was cool because it was kind of the first set of games that really did that that were bioware related apart from other ones like Baldur's gate and and that's always been my favorite sort of game ever since then um because i love dialogue heavy rpgs and things like that mm. so it kind of yeah it just it just was everything that i wanted and kind of helped me get into the games that i, I really loved which is that so and i was a young young child at that point so kind of built me in that regard no, that's awesome. Like to me, my favorite Star Wars game is The Force Unleashed again because Darth Vader's in it, and you're sort of. And at that time, maybe I was I don't know going against the grain. So being part of the the dark world and having all those powers and actually seeing the story, and it was a brand new good story that was in video game format. And I just love. And again, I'm a sucker for a good third person game as well. So to me, it was fantastic. I loved it. I tried that game and I was getting really into it. And then I think quite early on, you have to like kill some Wookiees. And I was just like, yeah. no, I don't want to kill any Wookiees. My yeah. heart. I just couldn't do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a bad guy. I don't want to kill Wookiees. Oh, I love killing the Wookiees. Cause I hated that. I hated them. They, they ruined fucking Star Wars to me. They're, I guess they were my generation of uh, what's uh, Jar Jar. So. Oh yeah, fair. Okay, fair enough. Um, I'm actually I was always really sad that I never played this game. It was just one that I missed. Um, mm. So I was Force Unleashed. I just yeah, because obviously I, I love all Star Wars games, even even the shitty ones that came out on PlayStation <laughs> One. There were two right. the movies. I liked. Oh them. yeah, those were horrible. To be fair, Pod Racing was shit. <laughs> I liked Pod Racing. Pod Racing was fun, but okay. for me it was like anything that was Star Wars. I was like, even if it was trash, I was like, just give it to me. Um, yeah. But I, I can understand that it was shit. It was just because I liked to be kind of in that universe. But but Nitro Republic like, it doesn't is not trash. Um, but the, yeah, and I'm sure Force Unleashed isn't either. And the latest Star Wars game, I still need to play that. I've heard it's really good. Um, the newest. Yeah, so did game. I. That yeah, that's on my list to pick up next. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit Dark Soulsy. It's quite difficult, but like in a good kind of challenging way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I definitely need to pick that. Third. No, that's for, well. Now I got to ask you, ladies, as well. Since mm -hmm. Disney Plus has just become available in the UK, have you checked out The Mandalorian? Yes, I mean I'm just watched the first two episodes, but I think Nikki, you've already watched all of it, right? Uh, oh, wow. Other means, yes, other means, <laughs> which we will not say. Um, I loved it. Did you like it, Steve? Oh, I loved it. I want more. Yes. I want yeah, more. Same. I can't wait for more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I, on um... two. I've on my two episodes. I've seen the child. I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I just yeah I thought it was great I feel like it kind of makes up for a lot of things that the movies the recent movies have done badly and it reminds yeah. me that people can do Star Wars well when they want to and it was yeah good. of course yes and and I love yeah again it, to me every episode felt like a mini movie if that makes sense as well like it, it was so well produced there was no shortcuts it, it doesn't even look like it's a TV show it looks literally like a Star Wars Agreed, movie yeah. even the editing the fadeaway the little noises in the background everything is just like this is what i want from a spin-off to a yeah. tv show because my problem like with all these superhero spin-off tv shows you could tell it's like there's no production behind it it's like i don't want to watch two superheroes talk all day and one little quick scene of them fighting in, in spandex like no that does, i want explosions i want the quality i want good storytelling and 
Unfortunately, all these well, maybe DC Titans does a half decent job, but other than that, I, I don't. Mm. I'm not into any of these TV shows nowadays. Yeah, I think that's fair. Like, I was so impressed by all the creature stuff so far. Yes, in it's insane. Yep. Like, they were all just made all the puppets and stuff, and like you said, it just feels like such a Star Wars like expensive kind of feeling thing. I'm very excited to watch the rest of it, but annoyingly, they're not letting me have the entire series in one go. Um, because they know I'll finish it all in like two seconds. But that's so weird. Like spoilers are out. Like we've watched it on this side of the world. Like, you know what I mean? So why not release it all in one shot? And especially now. Yeah. It's weird. Weird. I know, right? Because it's been out like two days. I would have finished it by now. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when you can get it through other means. Exactly. But I was like, I want to watch it in really good quality and take my time with it. But um, I did watch it in good quality too. I mean, um, as good quality as me, probably not. <laughs> well, we don't talk about it, so I won't explain. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the music's incredible as well. Mm, yes, so the music, good. Yeah, is really and cool. I love Baby Yoda more than I can say, and I will protect him with my life every time he's in danger. I just, it just, yeah, I love him. <laughs> if you're maternal for anything, it's Baby Yoda. It's the green not real baby. babies. Murder the real children. <laughs> Save Baby Yoda. That's cool. it. Yeah. That's um, yeah, so I've got a couple of facts. Um, one of them is that the on this game, James Olin, the lead designer, based characters on a Star Wars tabletop game that he and his friends made. Um, he Ooh. based on the characters that he had there, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so he was obviously already a Star Wars fan. Um, and also, just to t- like tap lightly onto Knights of Republic 2, which isn't potentially seen as good as the first one a lot of there was a lot of backlash saying the story wasn't as good um there wasn't like a huge plot twist like the first one had and the story was a little bit dull towards the end um but oh. it actually wasn't made by bioware it was actually um obsidian that worked on that one which oh, is, okay. uh, obsidian is more like fallout and yes yeah. of course um so you know i'm not blaming them for what they did to it because i still think it's a good game <laughs> Yeah. But apparently Bioware were originally like thinking about doing it and they were planning to at some point, but it all got changed around. Um, They actually had the idea to have a Yoda-like creature as your mentor in the game, which I kind of wish happened. Oh, yeah. That would have been cool. so it wouldn't have been Yoda, but it would have been like the same species, I guess. Um, it would have been interesting because we haven't really seen, apart from Baby Yoda, who isn't actually Baby Yoda, we haven't really seen many of, of them. Yeah. No, point. it's true. It's one of those races you just don't know. Do they even have a a species name? Yeah, I I don't don't think so. And again, without spoiling it, I don't even think they've said it on the show either. It's it's weird. I mean, I have looked into it. I I remember like and finding out who it could potentially be. No one really knows. But yeah, even just looking now, it just a species unknown. So how weird? We'll never know. Who knows? Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm sure we'll find out on Mandalorian, though. I feel like Mandalorian will tell us maybe one day. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I would hope so. Coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows now? Now no one's in production, so oh, we'll have yeah, to wait no longer. Point. Oh, damn this oh, virus. I need my baby to fix. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's my number two. Nice. Very cool. Uh, that means, Steve, we are on to your number one fanfares. The pressure is on. All right. My number one. I can't believe you guys haven't mentioned this. Or maybe it's your number one as well. Mm-hmm. It is developed by Gearbox. It is Borderlands, but mostly Borderlands 2. Okay. Oh, it's nice. not our number one, but very cool. Oh, okay. 
No, yeah, I love this game. Uh, I was obviously I played Borderlands one first, but when Borderlands two came out, there was just something about it. The characters were so much better. It was a longer game. The DLC was fantastic. Any other people who are making video games, please play this game. Look at their DLC. Every DLC for every game should be like this. It's literally its own contained game, pretty much. And I just love this game from top to bottom. Again, and you could play online. You could play with friends. You could play with strangers. You could play friendly, or you could fuck people over and steal all their loot. Either way, it doesn't matter. I like that aspect, too, if you want to be an asshole. And again, great writing. Funny from top to bottom. Colorful characters. I have nothing bad to say. And this is probably one of my top five games of all time as well. Nice. Nikki, you are a huge Borderlands person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I probably don't need to to say that too much yeah I, I mean I love it. for some reason I didn't think of Borderlands in space I don't know why my and I just as soon as you said it I was like oh shit yeah right <laughs> but yeah so because you don't well because you're on one planet and it's sort of like humanoid people so you don't really think of it being yeah. like something in space but especially with the later the like I guess the the sequel to part two well, it wasn't part three it was the one yeah, of course. Yeah, where they could float space, yeah, yeah I hated that I that's the one I hated the yeah. most out of all of them. I mean, a lot of people and, would agree with you. Okay, good. So it wasn't just me. Fantastic. But yeah, part two is just great. And yeah, you don't think of it as being a space game, but you look up even as you're walking through, I guess, the borderlands, you look up and you see like the stars, other planets, different moons, like stuff like that. So, yeah, and there's a lot of crazy creatures too. Yeah. So there's a lot of space travel as well in, in the third one. And that's kind of emphasis on the fact that you are like, in space um and you know like popping to planets and things like that so yeah no that's that's a good one i just didn't think of it uh which is silly really but yeah no it's really good, really good no it's fantastic and then have you played the telltale game one yes yes that's Tales from, okay i loved yeah. it as well yes because again incorporated certain characters and everything and it was again great storytelling from top to bottom anything yeah, that amazing. borderlands touches is just fun i haven't played part three it's downloaded on my ps4 I don't know if I'm yeah. going to wait for all the DLC to come out so I could play it straight through because I would rather do it that way. But it's going to be a while till it all drops. I think by mm. the end of fall is when the fourth and final DLC drops. So I don't know if I could wait that long. But I'll, I'll yeah. see what I'll do. I definitely, uh, I would definitely say probably wait because for me, I got it when it came out. And then I played it loads and I lost my momentum a bit. And because I can't get the DLCs because uh, I've just got so much to play. I'm right. like, I might just wait for all the DLCs to come out and then play it all together once. Because for some reason, for me, it's not a game that I can just play every now and again. I have to kind of play yes. it. And I didn't realise that before. Because when it when I first found Borderlands, it was all out and it was all there. And I just uh, did Yeah, and see, so, it was the same, yeah. same thing with me. I think that's part one. That's what happened. All the DLC came out already. So I just played part one. I got like... The remastered whatever they drop with all the dlcs the special edition and i got that one and then i played it straight through and i was like okay this is decent and then part two i bought straight off the bat and then yeah. played as each dlc came out and i'm like even though i loved it and again i must have played this maybe three times straight through with three different characters like from start to finish and uh, I, every time i played it i loved it yeah same yeah it's definitely I would probably say it still stands as my favorite, even now the third one's out. I still say that Borderlands Two is one okay. that I can I can play it over and over and do all the different like Bolt Hunter modes and everything, and still not like get annoyed. I just yeah, it's great. It's a good game. And which character did you like to play as in Part Two? Uh, Maya, always Maya. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Cause no, I exactly. played as uh, yeah. first. I played. Which, okay, now I'm getting confused with the names. Roland was in Part One, right? Yes, one, yeah. Okay, so the equivalent of Roland in part two, because he has the turret that throws out. So uh, whoever... Axton. That's it, yes. Yeah. Until 
the what's her name the the, the small chick the the necromancers was that her uh, nickname? Necromancer. yeah gage yeah. that's who i end up playing as right nikki gage yes yeah. it was gage that's the one yes then i because you just throw out that crazy robotic machine and it would mow down half the people you're facing and i i, I love that part yeah so yeah, that's what i played as mostly afterwards awesome yeah i think i went for gage and maya a lot of the times just because i just i loved maya because she's obviously the siren i just like her personality but gage as well because that that robot is awesome and did you know about the glitch in part two with the crazy one shot gun I don't think so. Oh, so there was a combination where you would rank up a certain gun and then if you were, okay, you know when you have to reload and then you could obviously switch to a different gun. So yeah. if you reload and switch to a different gun at an exact time, you get like this crazy ammo and that's, it. first off, it's in infinite ammo and second off, it's like literally one shot kill on anything. Oh, no, I've never heard of that. Yeah, to the point where the the game developers found out about it and they had to patch it and then everyone was fucked afterwards and had to uh, go back to playing normally. <laughs> but it actually lasted a, a long time, believe it or not. It was out there for a bit, so. Yeah. It was on YouTube, it was everywhere. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I probably I was probably too late to the game, I imagine. Uh, maybe, yeah, there you go. Like, like I said, I did play it as soon as it was released, so maybe that's yeah. why. Cool. So yeah, that's my number one. And I guess the fact was that you could cheat off the bat. So there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's a cool number one. It's a cool game. Like you said, Nikki, I didn't think I even thought about the fact that Borderlands... I mean, I'm not a huge Borderlands player. I have played two, I think. Okay. Um, only, but um, yeah, I wouldn't have thought about it in space, but you're right. It's, it's just on another planet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I guess that means we're on to our number one. Yes. Nikki, do you want to do the honours? Uh, you can do the honours, because oh. I did my last one. Thanks. I mean, I'm giving it to you, but whatever. Um, so, <laughs> no surprise on what we guess our number one is going to be. Uh, it's a game set in space, but we have gone with Mass Effect. Uh, in particular, we've gone with Mass Effect 1, I think, but mostly because I think we've spoken about all the other Mass Effects uh, quite <laughs> a few times, and about various alien sex that we can have. So of course, yep. that's uh, we're, we're going for the we're going for number one. Which in fact, I can't have much alien sex in. So I don't know why we picked it. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to pick this one because I felt like it's the original. It's the first one, mm -hmm. you know, that we played, and I played. I think when I was quite young. So well, it was released in two thousand seven. So I was probably about seventeen. Um, picking up a Bioware game again because, you know, I just finished Night's Talk Public when I was a few years before and I was like, shit, I'm back in space. I'm excited. But it's not Star Wars. But that was okay because they nail... Right. They still nail it. Um, so it's set in the Milky Way. Um, it's, it is in the future and you, the civilization is threatened by, like, an advanced race. And you take the role of Commander Shepard. Uh, you're, like, elite human soldier and you're kind of just saving the world with your teammates so i couldn't for the life of me remember how the whole thing started i think because whenever i've played them i've played them like as in i play one then two then three like straight away as in one big trilogy and i don't mm. think i've played just the first one by itself for ages so i couldn't remember what happens in it other than i don't remember how it starts i just <laughs> i was like do you just do you just get on a ship and fly away like what happens <laughs> what do you mean like, how does it start like what are you doing well, like the storyline or like the yeah. actual game both like what are you doing 
<laughs> well, first, yeah. well, first you turn on the TV, turn on your PlayStation, <laughs> open your eyes, and there you go. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you meet Commander Shepard, and she's in like some sort of space station just chilling. And then you go to a planet, and there's a guy who's like working secretly for the bad aliens this is my terrible explanation and then you find out that he's working for the bad aliens and then the bad aliens send you somewhere and then you find out there's robots and they're ancient robots you find out they're evil and then they try and kill everyone i think that's a very good two second description (laughs) of mass effect thank you that's what i wanted um and you have cool companions yeah. Um, one of which Steph romances later in the series. You can't romance him in this game, though. No, later um, in the series, yeah. So I had, I think the first time I played it, I had to romance a human, of all things. <laughs> oh, human, sucks for you. <laughs> I know, right? I didn't Jeez. enjoy it at all. Yeah, but that's fine, because later on you were okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, a really good game, um, mostly because it's Bioware, it kind of follows that RPG of a lot of communication, a lot of dialogue. Jennifer Hale is a voice actor for Commander Shepard. The female Commander Shepard just nails it. Um, I think having a human body with a voice coming out of it, which has such good acting, and you mm-hmm. being like that person was something that I just found really magical when I first played it. Yeah, I also really like, like when we've talked quite a lot about in this uh, episode of like games where you can make choices of whether you're like a nice person or not. And I like yep. that this game, you have quite a nice balance of you can be nice the whole way, but if someone pisses you off, you're allowed to punch them in the face at random points. <laughs> and that's kind of a nice thing to be able to do. Like, I'm nice until a point, and then you're going to say <laughs> something mean to me, and I'm going to just punch you straight in your face. Mostly because I can't do it in real life, so it's it's nice to live through these things. Of course. Yeah, it's true, yeah. I guess you can't really do that in real life. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Now I know that when we're having a conversation and I see your eye twitching every now and again. <laughs> My arm just slightly raises. I just, just like clip back down. No. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was quite a innovative like thing back then to have a game like this. I think that has decisions because Nice Old Public kind of had that that you know good and bad side, but uh-huh. to have it in such a way in this, I don't know. It was just it was just a bit more highlighted. I think especially. Um, in some of the scenarios that you had, yeah, where you can literally just sock someone in the mouth. It was great. Yeah. And I remember, because Rex, who's the... Um, oh, what's the race called? Krogan. Krogan's my favourite race, and I've forgotten their name, um, <laughs> is in this. And he's, like, my fa- one of my favourite characters in the whole thing. And I remember having, like, an argument. Uh, and I have a feeling it was, like, Max or something. And I love Rex. And then I got him to play the game, and he wanted to kill Rex, because, <gasps> spoiler alert, what? you can kill Rex in the first game and I was just outraged I was like what's wrong with you why would you want to kill this guy he's like he's a massive asshole and I was like this is the point this is why you're supposed to like him I feel like we had an actual argument about it um <laughs> well and it's never been the same since clearly not no well it is Max so yeah, what can so you do exactly you should have known that you were so protective over aliens I know right he doesn't understand my kinks okay I gotta ask now What's this whole thing with alien tech? Is it because maybe they might have more than one penis or extra balls or something? Like, Because, again, growing up in the 80s, we had this movie called Total Recall that starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And there was this infamous scene with a lady with three breasts. And as a child, that just blew my mind that a woman could have three breasts with three nipples on it. 
Now, I got to know, is this the same deal for you, for a male? <laughs> I'd love to know too. So, so Nikki likes to say that it's a general fetish and I like to disagree with her because it makes her uncomfortable. I genuinely don't find these aliens attractive in that okay, sense okay. of the way. I think we were talking about it a little while ago in couples and I was like, it's one particular alien and it's Garrus and it's from Mass Effect and that's because he's a very sexy voice um, and that's probably more of it than the actual alien thing. I just happen to find it more interesting because I'm like, well, I get, you know, I can... I can romance humans in like any game. I feel like most games, okay. you know, there's sure. a human element. I don't get to romance weird aliens in anything else. So I might as well go with the weird thing than, uh, you know, a bit of exotic, as I've put it before. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And the possibility we... of two penises seeing them, it's just, I want to see how it works. <laughs> She's just curious. We, we spoke about this. In our um, Patreon episode, not long okay. ago. So if, if you want, if everyone wants to hear about that, sign up to our Patreon. Where <laughs> Steph basically, we have an in-depth conversation about how if um, it was more about the voice, I think, with Garrus. Because I asked her, I said, if if Garrus's voice was in a slug, would you have sex with it? And I think you were like, yes, because yeah, that was it's the oh, wow. voice that you liked. But generally, yeah. I think you do just like the weirdness. Or I as do. You, yeah, as you said, exotic, exotic. <laughs> Exotic aliens. Um, we'll never really understand. I don't. <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to understand. That's the point. No. The less you understand, the better. I think for everybody. I think I just confused more people. Yeah. yeah. They'll never know. It's okay. It's all right. I mean, that content is there for you, so it's fine. <laughs> um, but speaking it's somewhere of... under the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> I am that's going to lead me into a fact actually um, oh, which was oh wow <laughs> after this game was released so the first one um, you know it was very aware that you could not romance the alien Garrus who Steph loved um, diehard fans apparently could not shut up about it Steph um, so the developers <laughs> decided after especially seeing all the fan art of, of this of Garrus and Shepard to actually make him a romance option in Mass Effect 2 so it was it was the fans that made them do it it was all me <laughs> Steph's threats that made them do it it's all my wonderful pictures I drew well who would have thought this was a thing some people wanted I would have never have thought of right I'm not track. alone I would <laughs> never have thought me. to have sex with a different race like I'm not sitting there like oh that Borg looks hot I like the way she looks <laughs> I want her to plug me into her right now like nah that doesn't really go through my mind like or oh my god look at that Klingon look at her forehead all oh, those ripples <laughs> yeah, turn me those on wonderful wrinkles <laughs> it's like not my thing I'm sorry I'm no I'm good <laughs> I think you're like Nikki. Uh, but now I know there's others like there, like me. So oh, there you are. Go. Get yeah. in contact. Let's start a club. Yeah, and you know what they're called, though? They're called mental. So have fun. <laughs> oh, how's Max feel about your love for aliens? <laughs> <laughs> do, do you have a suit in the cupboard? <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? Klingon mask here and there. Balkan ears, you know. Something different every day. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. Okay. That could be some Patreon content. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Make some of my weird type poop alien porn that we were talking about earlier. 
Done. Hey, we're all home now, so there's yeah. n- nothing more than time <laughs> on our hands. <laughs> Make some extra money on the side. No one will judge you. Come on. Just use masks. No one will know it's you. Exactly. See? <laughs> Just be like, I recognize those curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Which curtains are you talking about? <laughs> Ooh, okay. That works on so many levels. Max oh. curtain, curtain curtains, <laughs> some other kind of curtains. Exactly. Oh, good. Good. The people could decide. Mm-hmm. You got any more facts, Nikki? <laughs> um, let's go with one of your facts. I only have one fact. <laughs> and this one it. fact is that Bioware had an entire animation team for just eyes. <laughs> well, wow speak about overkill no wonder these development teams go out of business can you imagine <laughs> just that's all you get to work on all day that's horrible just, oh, wow. just staring at you into your oh, soul terrifying <laughs> can you imagine like being asked like so what did you do on mass effect the eyes <laughs> <laughs> i hope they had their own credit in there just being like I engineer or something really fancy. You know, like when uh, you twist the name of your job so it sounds way fancier than it is. Uh, oh, I do it all the time. Optical, <laughs> optical animator specialist or some weird thing like that. Yep. Oh my god. And you know what? If I was working on that and I had to see eyes all day towards the end, I'd start making them a little bit cockeyed, cross-eyed, like just to yeah, fuck with people. Yeah, you just start <laughs> slightly tweaking them. Right? Or make them blink really rapidly to freak people out. <laughs> or never blink. Oh, that's a good one too. I like the idea of one blinking the other one staying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that always freaks me out in certain movies. Uh, just one eye doing one thing. Mm. I mean, who just works on eyes all day? Other than yeah. optometrists, because I know, right? You mm. don't normally just have one like team just doing eyeballs. Like normally, the eyeball people are doing something else as well. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Unless they, they hire people with an eye fetish, because like I said, there's something for everyone, and they're literally loving it. To like, oh, I get to look at eyeballs all day. I don't know whether that was a wise move. Like many people will be taking many trips to the bathroom. Oh no. <laughs> mm, or would they? Hmm, people are disgusting nowadays. They are sitting at a desk. Oh, that's yeah. true. Just a, a blanket <laughs> and you'd be fine. Exactly. <laughs> you see the cubicle rocking back and forth. Oh, he's at it again, guys. <laughs> it's fine. Take those just eyes away from him. <laughs> Let's move you on to the cheek component. <laughs> oh. Um. So I have a more serious fact before oh. I move on to my funnier fact which um, leads me back a little bit to Knights of Republic, which is apparently um, Bioware working on Knights of Republic gave them the idea to create Mass Effect. So without Knights of Republic, we would not have had Mass Effect. So there is a nice little connection there. Very cool. Now to go on to the better fact, which is, um, so the bad bad robot monsters in Mass Effect uh, are called the Reapers, and they have like this raw... Uh, in the game which is kind of it's quite scary quite like electronical Um, but apparently the sound that they used for this was of a bear proof trash can opening and closing (laughs) oh wait a bear proof trash can yeah specifically a bear proof trash can that's very specific yeah they are based in edmonton though so oh there you go yeah they got a lot of bears around maybe that's all they had to have so 
I don't know why bear-proof trash cans sound different from normal trash cans, but <laughs> that's a reaper whenever you hear it now. I now really want someone to open that. Can you imagine if you've just been playing Mass Effect and then you go out and open your trash can and you just get immediately like freaked out that there's a giant space <laughs> oh, robot coming for you? Oh, God, where are they? That would cause a lot of problems, I It's think. like there's some really freaky noises on the tube that happen every so often. Um mm. And I really want to make a horror film or someone to use one of those noises in a, a horror film just to freak yeah, all the Londoners out like every time they have to take the Northern it? Line. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's it really. That's all for my facts. Nice. Well, that's everybody's everything then. Mm. There you cool. go. I'm happy that we've explored the many sides of space and <laughs> you've tried to understand <laughs> complex, complex human... Uh, emotions that everybody feels. I feel yeah. like we've covered a lot. We were always I think so too. delve into aliens a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it was space. Yeah, the whole yeah exactly. Thing. Exactly. Um, Steve, thank you very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure, oh. as always. No, thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure as well. Appreciate it. No worries. Um, before we do our long-winded plugging that we can never get around to, where can they find the podcast? Well, you can find the podcast on Twitter under the podcast app. You can follow myself on Twitter and Instagram under Finger Styles. You can me- email me thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. And obviously listen to all the, on all the major platforms, pretty much Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And that's about it. Stay tuned. I got some more cool video game inspired guests. I'm Now I'm starting to delve into the video game authors uh they're finding me for some odd reason so they always have story to tell and plus i get free books out of it so i can't say no so you know what i mean it's a win-win so look out for that and obviously like the usual guests as well i got some wrestlers again the biggest part of this whole covid thing is the entertainers are getting hit a lot so they're all home i've literally recorded like six or seven episodes in a week and i only release an episode a week at a time so i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do but again (laughs) it's a good problem to have so stay tuned for a lot of cool shit maybe i'll drop a bonus one here and there who knows but yeah just stay tuned to twitter that's usually the main one instagram i don't really do too much stuff on there it's just posting but twitter i spew my my knowledge as they say and my rant so look out for me on twitter awesome and Nikki, do some things. <laughs> okay. Um, so you can follow us um, on Twitter at GameTill5. Um, also, yeah, for our podcast generally, you can find us on us, you know, Spotify, all the other podcast places. Um, if you want more episodes, especially during this time. If you also want more stuff, you can um, go have a look at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash GameTill5. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We need more followers on there. And we have a discord as well where you can come chat about your top fives what you would have had on yours and also you can follow my cosplay instagram at elite cat and steph has stuff too steph what's your stuff um i very occasionally post on twitter uh at uh Sefiem with three f's um other than that you can just find me hanging around with nikki mostly so <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's about it really we're never very good at socials but it's all good yeah, it's because you mostly have to do it by yourself because I'm just terrified of all of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was our episode. Thank you again, Steve. It's been a pleasure as always. Um, everybody check out the podcast. It's a very interesting and very awesome podcast. And um, we'll see everybody next time. Bye. Perfect.